Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And uh, today we have a guest on. His name is Victor. Uh, he reached out to us on Instagram because uh, he wanted to share a few of his stories with us. <laughs> and I will say that first one that you sent us, we're actually going to read it on uh, like our stories of high strangeness where we read listener episodes. And we got like halfway through and I was like, we can't do this justice. We just need to get Victor on here and have him tell the story. Cause I was like, I'm not, it's, we can't do it. It's not coming out right. So yeah. we're like, all right, let's just get him in, on in person. Um, so we're excited to have you to kind of tell us those weird, crazy ass experiences, but it'll be, it'll be fun. But I know you have plenty more, so we'll hear as much as we can in the next hour. Yeah. Thanks guys. Um, I'm glad to be on. It's, it, was or continues to be a strange events but yeah yeah but cool so um i guess real quick before we get started with that i will kind of say i just moved yesterday so if this room sounds echoey and its quality is not as good as it has been in the past just throwing that out there it'll be better hopefully next time once everything's set up um but yeah disclaimer let's see do you have anything else to say eric before we jump into these stories I went to a circus. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that paranormal circus? Yeah. Real That's kind quick. of cool. I mean, I don't know. How does it how does it pronounce? Is it Cirque? Like it's Cirque, S, like it's, Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, Cirque. yeah it's S C I R Q U E, something like that, I think. But uh yeah, I my wife was like, Hey, do you want to go to this? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Because I was expecting something like super crazy, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Um and then we like we we and then I saw some Facebook pages and I was like, oh, I think it's just like an actual circus, but like they dress up creepy, you know what I mean? And then so we went and um, there was a haunted house. I'll admit, I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this because it said <laughs> on there they invade your personal space. And one, I don't really like like jump scares. Yeah. Um, especially when it, like when it's like if it's on a screen, it's like okay, fine. But like whenever it's like in person and in your face, like I hate it because. The other thing that I really hate is invasion of personal space. So, like, when somebody gets in my face, that gets me very, very angry. <laughs> um, okay, Hulk. And, and yeah, so it said, um, we're not responsible, blah, blah, blah. And there's a part where it says, there will be no personal space. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and then my wife was like, well, if you don't want to. And I was like, okay, fine. If you want to go, we can go. She's like, no, no. Like, so I think she was she, using yeah. this excuse not to go, but she <laughs> says it was because of me, but uh, uh, we'll okay. go with, it was my fault. Like we didn't yeah. go because of me. No. Um, and then we get in there and like, there was a guy out there. He's being like just obnoxious and stuff like that. But, um, I guess that's part of his like character, mm -hmm. but the rest of it was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't like, it was creepy in the sense like, it was like, not like scary scary but it like they had like a girl like coming out of a well and stuff and that was a little creepy and then there was like a boy that was like a contortionist and they had him locked in a cage and blood on his face and stuff but it was cool it was fun i really enjoyed it um it was different uh i really liked it uh it definitely not for kids um <laughs> some, yeah. there's like cursing like there's cussing and like a lot of fucks and like giving the finger and like sexual jokes and like there was this one act where it was like a nurse i guess he was like the clown but he was dressed as not a nurse as a nun and um he's going around looking at men and like supposedly checking their package and stuff like that because like, he's gonna film something um well, but do you, he had now any... this podcast isn't for kids either <laughs> yeah. well, that description uh but it was 
dude that i think that was like my favorite part of that nun was just it was hilarious it was oh, okay it was great like- show yeah no it was it was hilarious it was the, the best I, like honestly like i definitely recommend it if you're over you know 17 and you can go to like a rated r movie um actually i think that's like a requirement you have to be over 17 and if you're not you have to be accompanied by your parent or whatever um which for some reason there were children that were like teenage like preteens teenagers and stuff like that but uh yeah it was a good show i definitely recommend it um what was I'm it called again put, uh paranormal cirque oh sorry yeah um i'm gonna post it on uh i'll post some pictures on on instagram and facebook later on um at least of us outside because there's no photography or video allowed inside didn't stop a lot of people but i bet i follow rules so i will not be posting uh anything <laughs> uh just from you know what we took outside and uh yeah so uh if you all get a chance and they go by your city or whatever definitely recommend uh going out there and watch checking it out i'll have to check that out have you ever been yeah, to anything sure. like that victor no, nothing like that. No. I, I I don't do well with non personal space areas. Yeah, right. I, I tend yeah. to I tend to swing after a while. Yeah, <laughs> swing, and that's, swing and first, that's, ask questions later. Yeah. And and that's the thing is that's why I didn't go to the into the haunted house. Um, but the the circus itself isn't like that. Oh, okay. Um, I mean the nun did get into people's personal space, but he was like he like points at people first, then he gets them up, and oh. then like he'll like start getting close to them. But, um. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but interesting. And he only picks like four people, like three men and two, and one woman. So, um, we were at like towards the back, in the middle, towards the back. So I was like definitely safe. Like he wasn't gonna get anywhere near me. He he <laughs> he mostly went for people that were like in the front rows. So, That's yeah, good. it was a good time. It was hilarious though. Like yeah. that that not that nun. And then he was a magician later on, like a vampire um, magician. So. Um, yeah, it was a good good time. I had a I'm good time. Jealous. It sounds we had like a good, good time. time. Yeah. Yeah, my wife liked it too. She really enjoyed it. Nice. We're, that nun. I'm, I'm telling you, man, that nun. It was hilarious. I can't. <laughs> I wish I could just go back just to watch that. You know, that sh- ep, like section of it again. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to see if they're in Austin anytime soon. Um. But yeah, Victor, do you want to introduce yourself a little further? We like introduced you and then talked about other stuff and then <laughs> totally <laughs> forgot. Usually that. we usually we do it like um we do this before, part before our guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I set up an alarm today and so again it's my fault. I'm the one that screwed up and I, I'll bring this out. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> um I set an alarm for nine AM because I knew we had to record at ten, so I was like, okay, I'll get up, take my dogs out, this and that. But instead of putting 9 a.m., I put, you know, typical 9 p.m. So I'm like, there, I'm chilling. Rookie mistake. No, that's not a rookie mistake. That still happens to me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so Michelle calls me at like 9.55, I think. And she's like, are you up or are you still asleep? I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm still asleep. I'll be there in a second. And I like literally took out my dogs and fed them and fed my cats, brushed my teeth and stuff. And I got here like. In five, six minutes, I think. Okay. So now <laughs> when you're late, I know that you can do it in five minutes instead of the 20 minutes that it takes you to usually do it in. So no excuses next time. Well, no, because <laughs> it, I, it takes me 20 minutes because I like to give my time, dogs time to do their business and stuff like that. I don't like to rush them. And today I had to rush them. As a matter of fact, I had to throw them out at the same time, which I don't normally do because my dog pees on my other dog oh my and he God. ends up peeing on her. So now I, after this, I have to go bathe her. Because she's all covered in urine. 
So he got some crazy animals, dude. I will say that. And well, when you have seven of them, it's kind of um, no, it's your fault. Yeah. Well. Right. Okay. Let's get back to Victor again. Let's try this for the <laughs> third time. <laughs> it's all good. Victor, do you want to introduce yourself a little further? Tell people where you live, what you do, as much as you want. Don't, yeah. don't have to give um, out your social security. <laughs> or do <No>. you know? <laughs> Not that's not that great anyways, but no, it's uh I'm Victor. Um I'm here from San Antonio, Texas. Um I'm actually right now I'm a an assistant superintendent for a construction company. Uh so my work hours are a little crazy, but uh, we get we get through it somehow. Nice. How did you um hear about us actually? Um scrolling through podcast. Oh, I was just and I was on Apple Podcasts and I was just scrolling through and I just happened to come across you and I said, ah, let me take a listen. And I think I caught y'all when y'all were on y'all's maybe third episode. So oh, I, so oh wow. Yeah. So I caught cool. up real quick because that's ma- nice. mainly what I do. I'm like, I got like an hour drive coming, coming, going to work. So I, I can burn a podcast easy just yeah. in a day. Yeah. So I was like, like, catch up. <clears throat> were you look, looking specifically for a paranormal podcast or just like random podcasts and it came up? Uh, paranormal. Paranormal? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. I, I listen to quite a few paranormal. I, I have you all and a couple others. Sweet. Man. Share which other ones awesome. you listen to. I wonder if you, we listen to the same stuff because that's all um, I listen to. <laughs> I did have – I haven't he- listened to them in a while, but I have a uh, – we drink – uh, what is it? Oh, and that's why we oh, drink. That, that yes, was, and that's that why was we the drink. first podcast I started listening to. For sure. um, yeah. And now that you put me on the spot, I went blank. Hang on. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, actually, Darkest Nights. It's not a paranormal podcast per se. It's a, it's like a, a a horror story type thing. Oh, that nice, one's yeah. pretty cool. Um, Graveyard Tales. I have Hillbilly Horror Stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lure. Uh, Monsters Among oh. Us. Uh, and then every once in a while, I'll listen to the real ghost stories online. Oh yeah, those those are. I mean, yeah, those are good. I, I listen to a lot of those also. So, all right, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. We're in good company. Well, I mean, I'm I'm I'm. That's awesome too. Like, I'm glad that's like because a lot of people, like some people, not, like either know us or they sh- they found like their friends. stuff through like stuff like we shared or you know people who've been on the podcast and. Um, and then we do get some, you know, people who don't know us at all that have found us. So that's really cool. And just to, that you found us on Apple Podcasts like that, just randomly, organically, like that is so awesome for us to hear, you know, because, yeah. you know, that means those uh, two reviews and those um, five five star reviews that we or you know, that we have on Apple Podcasts <laughs> did a little something that boosts us up a little. Yeah, I'm internally screaming right now like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right. All right, Victor. So the one question that- Now let's get back to you. Oh my God, you interrupted (laughs) me. (laughs) All right. So um, the one question that I always ask our guest is, what was your very first paranormal experience that you had? I was about, I think I was seven, eight years old, uh, about third or fourth grade. Um, My- Parents were divorced. My mom had recently just remarried, and we had moved into my stepfather's house. Um, strangely enough, that happens to be a recurring thing. Um, I got home from my from my dad's house that weekend, 
and uh, of course I got ready for bed. And I was I was laying there. My bed was up against in the corner against two walls, and adjacent to that is the doorway to the into the bedroom. And I was happened to be staring at a wall, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep, and I kept getting that feeling that someone was looking at me. So I was kind of just focusing on the window, and finally I couldn't take it. So I turned over and looked at the doorway, and in the doorway was a gentleman standing propped up against the door with his foot on the wall, smoking a cigarette, but he had like those old zoot suits on, a pinstripe mm-hmm. zoot suit. Yeah. So, uh, so of course I saw that, me being eight years old, I freaked out. I yelled for my mom. My mom came. But as soon as I yelled, he just dissipated. So it was it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever figure out like who that was or it was just some random person? I'm assuming it was just some random person that was around. Um, yeah. My stepdad later on had told me that he thought that there was a child in the house. Uh, he would leave like coins or uh, poker chips stacked up around the house every once in a while. And once mm-hmm. we leave, we'd come back and they'd be knocked over. Mm-hmm. Um, we had mm-hmm. a few few other things around the house too. Uh, my mom actually heard my stepdad in the shower, and as she was waking up and she was realizing that hey, he's in the shower, she felt someone sit on the bed next to her. Uh, <clears throat> so she no. kind of she freaked out with that one. There's a couple <laughs> weird things that we had we had heard. Uh, I was by myself one time. I was watching TV and I heard someone call my name and I responded, jumped up like if it was my mom. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not even nowhere close to my mom's voice. Oh, and so we were like, a couple of little things have cause happened to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I might, I'm going to ask some questions and they might be personal. So if you don't want to answer them, you don't have to, uh, do you know if those things happened before you guys got there? Like before your mom and you moved in? Um, my stepdad said that there were things happening, but nothing really too, too, too extreme when when we're there mm-hmm. and then before you were there um yeah before we we're there i'm sorry oh, okay okay and then so when you got there like it seemed like the thing started to um like amplify a little bit maybe i guess you or could say that but same? i guess it's just because there's more people in the house it seemed yeah. more more reoccurring because he uh-huh. was at that time he was living by himself before we okay moved in. so it's like so, more people to experience things yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um. And did you did you guys get like? And this is a personal question I'm gonna ask. You don't have to answer. Like when you like when you, uh, you you moved in and stuff like that. I mean, uh, did you get along with him right away, or or did you all have like a rocky start or anything like that? It was awkward. Um. <sighs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. um. Not rocky, but it was just getting getting to know someone right away. Right. And okay. Getting in there and actually having to be with them day on a day-to-day basis and stuff like that. Yeah. I was just trying to see if like, maybe like, you know, yeah. Tension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I mean, it, it makes sense though. Like if, if he's living by himself first and then like he's, it does experience some things and then, but I mean, he's not there all day to experience everything. And then if two other people come in, like that's more people to experience things. It's like we were talking to somebody else the other day about why is it that more stuff happens at night and like, hotels or uh nursing homes or hospitals uh, as opposed to the daytime and like during the day it's kind of hard because everybody's moving and stuff like that and at night everything's settled down and stuff like that and here in this case i guess it's like 
you know, he's by himself. So maybe he's just there at night. So he just experiences one or two things. And then if you guys are there more often during the day or throughout the day and stuff like that, or in different parts of the house, then, you know, you'll probably experience different things than maybe he would have or whatever. So, I mean, that makes sense that I guess, you know, there would be more. Well, uh, and that's, that's why supposedly there's like a spike in paranormal activity, like during quarantine, but it was just because everyone was home more. So they had like experienced yeah. things versus like being gone at work like half the day. I think I want to start with what we attempted to retell and just failed miserably. Just, I mean, I know it's like multiple experiences throughout your life that kind of keep coming up, but um, yeah, if you can kind of get into that and explain that, because it, it, that was creepy. <laughs> Those are creepy, <laughs> creepy experiences. Um, yeah, we'll get into the story. The, it all started when I was in fifth grade. So I believe what, 10 years old. So, mm-hmm. um, my mom and my stepdad had just purchased a house, so they had it built. So we were the first ones going to live there. Um, come in moving day, typical moving day. Everybody helped us out. We were moving stuff in, boxes all over the place. Um, we set up most of the furniture in their room and the living rooms. And in my room, we got everything in, but it just wasn't set up. So the bed wasn't set up, so I had to sleep on a rollout bed that night. Um quick little layout of the house uh, the garage was on the left hand side and that was popped out from the house so that's the only part of the house that didn't have a second story on top no living mm-hmm. quarters above the garage so you would have to come up the driveway around the garage and the front door was in the center of the house mm-hmm. when you walk through the house or through the door uh, immediately to the right was the office and then immediately to the left was the formal dining room and then the stairwell on the right hand side if you walk up the stairs, uh, 12 steps, you come to a landing to the left with two more steps, and you'd come into the living room. And then you had the uh, half wall protecting the stairwell so that no one falls over from the living room. But if you wrap around that uh, wall would be the room that I had picked out. And uh, I was excited. Of course, I was a little kid. I was excited. Move into a big old room upstairs. Had the whole upstairs by myself. Uh, my parents' room was downstairs, and so we I picked this room, and it was in the front of the house, so I can see, hey, maybe if I made friends, it'd be easier for them to call me at night or whatever to come outside. So I was all excited, and uh, so my mom told me, we had a long day, and my mom said, all right, let's go to bed. So I said, okay. So we put out the rolling bed, and she set it up by the window. And in the room, the window was in the front of the house, and I had set up the bed there, and then right Above me by my head was my little TV stand. It was caddy cornered. Um, and right to the to the left of that TV stand was the closet door. Adjacent on that same wall was the door to come into the room. So I was there and my mom and my stepdad had already gone downstairs and go to bed. And I was laying there and I was kind of watching the light come in from the from the street light from the window. And uh, I laid down, I put, I put my head back on the pillow, and I stared up at the ceiling, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw something flicker. And it caught my attention, and I was like, that's weird. It kind of looked like a curtain caught in the wind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's weird. There's no curtains yet. There's nothing. So I kind of turned my head, and all of a sudden, a shadow darted out from where the TV was, shot out across 
the room, went in front of the door, went around the whole perimeter of the room and landed or not landed, but stopped in front of my feet. Ugh. And I, at, at first I wasn't scared. I was just like, huh, what's this? Like, this is interesting. Like, this is new. Like, is this typical or what's going on? And, and I looked at it and I looked at me and it didn't do anything for a minute. And then all of a sudden, uh, and it, that's when I was able to kind of get a little more features out of it. It was tall. It was probably about a good seven foot tall cloaked figure, heavy cloak. Uh, best way to describe it would be like the, um, the cloaked figures from Lord of the Rings. I can't remember the names. Oh yeah. yeah. The, how is the king? Uh, it's something. Yes. It's like Kings. Yes. Those, uh, but you couldn't see anything. You, it was the, the face area was still black. He, the hands weren't sticking out, nothing yet until he, he bent over. Yeah. And when he bent over, he started to lean over my feet. And that's when the, the cloak kind of came back and, and, and the face came out. And this is the part where it's always hard for me to describe um, the face. It was white. It was, you always hear the expression bone white, but I mean, that doesn't even like detail the, color white that this thing was it was it was a very extremely bright white uh hollow eyes empty eyes and just this evil grin menacing grin that he had he he looked down at me and then that's when his he raised his arms and out of his cloak his hands came out and then the same thing bony hands pearl white uh fingertips were at a point and now i i still wasn't scared i was still trying to figure out, still trying to process everything that was going on. And uh, it's still staring at me. And then that's when this thing just stops and smiles. And I'm like, that's kind of strange. Yeah. I was like, that's strange. Like, why would you just stop all of a sudden and smile? And then that's when it, it, it like glared its teeth mm. and, uh, and he grabbed my ankles and just pulled me down the bed. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> no. And so when that happened, and I couldn't, I couldn't move. And I don't, and this is the thing, like at that time, I don't remember if I couldn't move because I was just so intrigued by what it was. Or I didn't move because I didn't know whether or not I should move. Or it was like a sleep paralysis thing and I just couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that I didn't move until he it pulled me down. I say he because it looked like a him. But mm-hmm. it, until it pulled me down and my feet were actually touching the floor. Oh, so my that's God. When, yeah, that's <laughs> when I sat up and I, I yelled and my mom came upstairs and I told my mom what happened. And typical mom, she kind of blew it off for a little while. And and then she uh, she tells me, well, hang on, I'm going to leave the room. I said, no, no, don't leave the room. I'm going like, to wait. I'm stay here. <laughs> I'm like, don't take off. And she turned on the lights and she goes, look, I'll just, I'll be back. I'll be back. And I said, okay. And so she went, she actually went downstairs and she grabbed a rosary and she grabbed a little statue of the Virgin Mary and she came back up and she, I don't remember if she blessed the room. I know we prayed for a little while and then she kind of calmed me down and she told me to go to sleep. So then I went to sleep. How? I don't know, but I did go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> and uh, the next morning I woke up. And we're having breakfast, and I tell my mom, hey, you know what? I don't want that room. I'm going to switch to the back room. Yeah. And she's, so she was like, okay, whatever. No big deal. So I ended up getting the, the, the room in the back. 
Uh, on the first floor or on the second floor. On the second floor, oh, okay. Uh, and so I was still I was still the only one on the second floor, but yeah. I didn't want to stay in that room. I didn't know if it was something to do with that room or whatever. So I said, Yeah, screw mm-hmm. that. I'm I'm switching rooms. <laughs> Smart. Uh, <laughs> so that happened and then for a while nothing else happened. Um I would say probably a good five years or so. Uh, one of my older brothers actually ended up moving back in with us. And uh, he actually took that room. And I was like, oh, shit, you you messed up. You shouldn't have got that room. But he, he's a real big skeptic, so he never like he never experienced anything or, or heard anything or anything. But then again, he was a, he was a hard day of our home. Uh, he worked at night. Mm. And something happened. I, I was in middle school already, and something happened. And... I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to wait up for him. I'm going to wait till he gets home so I can tell him. And I was excited to tell him something. I, I don't remember what it was. So I came up with this elaborate idea of, oh, I'm going to stay up and I'll wait for him. So I'll be on the computer in his room. So when he gets home, I'll be there. And if I go to sleep, I'll just sleep on his bed. And so he has to wake me up. So then when he wakes me up, I can tell him. And then I go to my room. And I, came, I was like, oh, badass. All right, I got this, this, this good plan that's going to work. It's going to work so I can tell him. I was all excited. I was there on the computer for a while, and then I started getting tired. Midnight came around. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to bed. So at that time, uh, like I said, he had that room, but he had his bed right across from the uh, entry of the of the uh, bedroom, and he had a queen-size bed. So I laid down. My head's at the headboard. Lay down on the pillows, and I start falling. I start trying to go to sleep, and same thing. From that corner closet, from that corner where the closet's at, I saw something, and I and as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> here we and, go again. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was like, here we go. And same thing. I I got and that time I did get stuck. Like I couldn't move because I tried to get up. And that time I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't yell. I couldn't speak. I was able to turn my head once, and then that was it. And then the only thing I could move was just my eyes. And uh, he, it, it whooshed over, stopped at the foot of the bed again, did the same thing, looked at me, st- stopped, stared at me, leaned forward, smiled, grabbed my feet, and then pulled me all the way down the bed to where my feet were touching the floor again. And then, and I had had talked to a couple people once in a while, and I tell them the story. I was like, "Now, oh, well, you just probably you moved in your sleep," and I was like, "But yeah, but how do you, I move like that? Yeah, how do like, you go down?" Yeah. I mean, I understand if you roll off the bed or you fall off the bed. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going from the top of the bed and my feet are going straight down and I'm touching the floor. Yeah. So that See, happened. Okay. We're, you're only like two experiences in and I'm already super happy that we didn't tell your stories because you're telling it 10 times better than we ever could. <laughs> so I'm glad we just got yeah. you on here to say it, right? Like, I'm just yeah. thinking about us struggling to like really get it out there. And like, I just, it was not, not good. So I'm glad. Because then there was also it. like questions and stuff that we had. And it's like, well, I mean, because I think that's the other thing is like, I think we were asking each other, well, what, what about this? Or what if this? Like, and, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, we need to ask him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, it's yeah. true. I mean, that's typically the only way you can get a better idea is if the person actually tells you. I mean, through text message or messaging or anything, yeah. it's hard to actually get the description of what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, well, okay. So was was this thing, like, would you describe it like a skeleton? I know you said it was like white and had hollow eyes, but like with a smile, like, I mean, a skeleton, like, it, I mean, the teeth are already there, but, or was it more like, 
I don't know. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit more what, what it was like? The best way to describe it would be as of a skeleton, but not actually a skeleton. Kind of yeah. like Jack from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, because he's like a skeleton, right? But he smiles. Yeah. Like, you know how his mouth moves and stuff? Yeah. Or is it just I, like I, super bony? Like maybe it's got skin, but like super tight to like the bone. So it, I don't know. I'm like trying to, it's creepy know. regardless, but it, <laughs> I yeah. just want to get like a better visual. <laughs> and that's what, that's the thing that's always been hard is for me to actually describe it, describe it. But I, I don't think it had skin. I think it was, it was bone. So I guess okay. the Jack reference would probably be the best thing to where you were able to see a mouth move and the, mm-hmm. The yeah. eyes were hollowed out, and mm-hmm. but it it mm-hmm. it's still I can see it, but it's always yeah. been hard that for me sucks, to describe. Man. Like having that image burned in your brain for the rest of your life, you can't leave. Well, I'm pissed that it's burned in my brain right now, and it's like I just got a description. <laughs> well, I didn't no. even see well, it, <laughs> right? But I mean, the thing is, like, one thing is imagining what it looks like, but yeah, then one thing true. is like the other thing is like seeing what it was, yeah. and then having that image burned like in your that's head, true. like it's, it's yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it sucks. Like, it, uh, it I can just picture how creepy it is, but just living that in like for real, like I don't know, man. It's and that wasn't it's even insane. those weren't even the two times that you experienced it, right? Like it uh, kept it kept coming. Yeah, right? it, it kept coming. Uh, those two happened, and after that, I mean, that was like I said, I was in middle school. I think I was in eighth grade or so, and for a while, I didn't experience anything because we stayed in that house for another couple of years, and uh, we experienced other stuff, but nothing like that. Uh, we did have a couple other things that in the house that uh, would move around or we would hear someone walking around and, and uh, actually funny story about that house. The two story house is that uh, my brother had gone to work one evening and my mom and my stepdad happened to go to the store. So I was downstairs on the computer and, uh, and my mom walked out and we had one of those annoying alarms that whenever you opened or closed the door, it would beep. Mm. So you close the door and da, 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 you open the door. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And I always hated that thing. Uh, but I, I stayed there and I stared, stared at them and I watched them walk out the door and my mom closed the door. The thing went off and she locked it. And uh, we had that one spot upstairs where you would walk around that half wall to go into my brother's room. There was one spot on the floor, on the floor where the floorboards would creak when you stepped on it. And that's the only time it would happen is when you would step on it. So I was downstairs by myself on the computer. And uh, something something happened that made me turn around. I think I was going to go turn around and go get a drink of water or something. And I turned around and I see the front door open. And I'm like, why is the door open? I was like, I heard the door close. I heard her lock it. I was like, the, the alarm didn't beep. I was like, what the hell? Why is the door open? start thinking about it kind of start freaking out i was like well maybe someone got in i was like but, but how the, the stupid alarm didn't beep and as soon as i thought that upstairs i hear the floorboards creaking and i hear like three steps oh, i flipped the hell out <laughs> <laughs> i start calling my mom she don't answer i called my stepdad he didn't answer i called my mom he didn't answer kept going back for about 10 minutes no one answers the phone i was like man finally called my brother he wouldn't answer his cell phone. I was like, man, I don't want to call his work phone. I was like, ah, screw it. Called his work phone. He goes, hey, what happened? I go, hey, I don't know what's going on. 
mom mom took off to the store and uh i'm here by myself and i hear someone inside he's like what do you mean i was like i think someone's inside the house and he's like you serious i go yeah i'm being dead serious i think someone's inside the house i was on the computer turned around the door was open and i heard someone walking on the floorboards and he's like, the ones up the ones upstairs i go yeah and as soon as i said that he goes okay i'll be right there so he hauls he hauls ass back to the house and uh, i'm waiting outside and i i had a a stick, uh, a walking stick that my my mom and my stepdad would use when they would go walking. I grabbed that. I walked outside, and I'm there just holding it like a baseball bat in case someone comes down the stairs and out the front door. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting there, waiting there. So from one side of the street, my brother's coming. From the other side of the street, my mom and my stepdad are coming home. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, I've been calling y'all and calling y'all. Y'all don't answer y'all's phone. She goes, why? What happened? I was like, I think there's someone inside the house. <laughs> And my stepdad just looks at me. My mom's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I told her the story. And she goes, okay. Well, me and my brother go inside. We check the first floor. Nothing on the first floor. And uh, my mom, my stepdad kind of just like look at us. and It's like, oh, are y'all going to go check? I was like, well, shit, well, you're not giving us a choice. So I guess we got to go check upstairs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so the, oh, man. My, my brother actually grabs the other stick that was downstairs, the other walking stick. So he has one. I have one. And we start going up the stairs. Or he goes, go, well, you go upstairs and I'll follow you. I go, screw you. You're older. You go up the stairs. <clears throat> so he finally goes upstairs. We get up there. And it, it as soon as you get up there, it, it, it takes you into the living room. But we cleared the whole entire upstairs of the house. Checked all the closets, cabinets, drawer, doors, everything, closets, everything, everything. Nothing. And he... He finally turns around and we're talking about it. He goes, you sure that's what you heard? I go, yeah. I was in, I walked over there to the area. I was, like, I was off the computer. And then you walk on the floorboards and you hear this. And I took those three steps. And he goes, well, there's no one up here. I was like, I know. <laughs> I was like, but I'm, I'm telling you what I heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, well, I don't know. And again, like I said, he was, he's a skeptic. So he didn't really, he doesn't believe in paranormal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, yeah. I was like, I know. I was like, but you know as well as I do these these boards don't creak unless someone walks on them. He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, I don't know, but I got to go back to work. I was like, oh, whatever. That's always the worst when you're like, there is something happening. People are like, yeah, no, it was the wind. You're like, God, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious that, okay. No, I think you might say the same thing, that the parents are like, you kids go check them. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. what if they kill me? Like, yeah, you no, guys I was go gonna, check. I was gonna say too. I was like, these guys thought they were slick by checking the bottom floor where they didn't. <laughs> they knew nothing happened, and they were like, okay, well, if we check the bottom, they're gonna go check the top. And the parents are just like, no, no, now go check the top. <laughs> and they're like, damn it, man. <laughs> uh, that's good. But yeah, so that that house was interesting. We had we had good times in that house though, but nothing nothing too. Besides my two incidences where I got pulled off the bed, nothing extreme happened. Like I said, we'd hear footsteps knocking on the knocking on the walls and stuff like that, but nothing crazy, crazy. But so this thing wasn't confined to the house, though, right? Like it kept following you. Yes, yeah, that one did follow me because from that house we moved to. Um, at, actually, we moved again, and that, at that time I was in high school. But uh, we moved actually to the next neighborhood. <laughs> um, 
So we had moved in there and that <clears throat> that particular entity, um, I didn't see him, but I was getting caught a lot in that stage to where I couldn't move. And I know people are always saying sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis, but it to me it doesn't feel like it's sleep paralysis because it's never I've never actually like fallen asleep and woke up into it. And I've never actually like was about to fall asleep or anything like that. Like I've always been to where I'm just staring at something or staring at the ceiling or looking at something. And it's like almost like a trance. Like I, I, I shift into it. And at that time, that's when I was really, I was really having more experiences when I moved into the new house because um, I guess that's when I was already a teenager. I was already what in high school and I was getting these occurrences probably once or twice a week, if not more every other day, uh, it started happening every other day, it built up to every other day. And, but it was nothing I, I would freak out because I was in that I couldn't move, but I never saw anything except for a couple of occasions, but I learned quickly how to get out of it and how I learned it. I have no idea. I just, happened to do it one day and or one time and saw that it worked. So I kept doing it and I, and I remembered it and uh, I would actually, I would have it and I would be stuck in that state. And um, like I said, I wouldn't see anything, but I, I would hear stuff going on and I knew it wasn't anybody in the house. Um, so I, I was like, man, I, I don't want to see whatever's making this, these noises or talking or whatever. So I, was, I, I would be there and try to wake up, try to wake up, telling myself, Hey, wake up, wake up. And it wouldn't work. And so what I would actually do is wherever my hands were, I would focus on my pointer finger and just solely focus on just moving the tip of my finger or my whole finger, whatever, to be able to get control of my finger. And then once I was able to move it, I would try to do my other fingers and then my whole hand. And by the time I get to my elbow to move my arm, I would break out of it and I could I could move around again and I wouldn't be stuck anymore. And uh, I, I, I kept using that and it, it worked every time. So I, I stuck with it. And that's good. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I don't know how I figured it out or whatever. It just one time it happened. And I don't know how I, I calm myself down and say, Hey, you know what? Focus on your finger or whatever. It just, but like I said, it just, it played out that one day or that one time. And ever since then it's worked. Yeah. Uh, at that house, though, that's when I did have the experience to where, and this was a one-story house, uh, you would walk in, and as soon as you walk in, the former living room's to the right, and uh, it was kind of like a shotgun house. So you would walk into the front door, and you would automatically be able to see the back door. Mm. <clears throat> the front side of the house was uh, the former living room, former dining room, and then off to the left-hand side was the uh, our bedrooms. The back end of the house was the kitchen, the dining room, the 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 regular living room, and then on the back side of the living room was my my parents' bedroom. Um, my mom would hate for us to to sit on the former living room couches. Any typical Hispanic yeah. mom, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, she found out later on that I would always sleep on those couches. <laughs> hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I would crash out on those couches during the day and take a nap there because those couches were comfortable. I mean, big old cushions, a good nap spot. 
Um, of course. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it was, it was interesting because we had a big, a big window there, but it wasn't just your typical, typical square window. It had, uh, a half dome on the top. Mm. So you, the light would come, still come through, even though we had the curtains drawn. And, uh, I was there one time and I, I was laying down and, and I was watching the sunlight come in. And, uh, I think at that time we only had one dog and there was a little Maltese that my mom had and he was sitting on the reclining recliner chair across from me. So I could see him in the corner as I lay down on the couch, looking at the light coming in and I was facing the window. And all of a sudden, as I'm, as I'm looking at the sunlight coming in, I start seeing the best way to see it, to, to describe it is like particles, mm-hmm. not, not dust, but like actual, like, like particles floating down and I'm staring at it and I'm like, that's strange. Like, what is that? Like, I know it's not dust cause no one's moving around to kick anything up or I mean, the house isn't dirty. So I'm, I'm staring at it and staring at it and I'm, I'm following it as it comes through the window. I'm following that as it, as it hits the floor. And all of a sudden, once my eyes landed on the floor and I looked back up at the dog, I was stuck. And I was like, crap. I was yeah. like, how did this one happen? <laughs> and so, um, and, and it was weird because at that time, the majority of my body got stuck. And the reason I say the majority of my body is because I, I, right before I started freaking out, I was able to tap my chest and call the dog over. So the dog jumped off the, the, the chair and jumped onto my couch and just laid on my chest. And once that happened, I stopped moving. And so I could, I was able to start hearing people talking, but it was a lot of people. And I was like, man, what's, what's going on? And, um, and I was trying to look out of the corner of my eye and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too far. So all of a sudden my head kind of like flops over to look upwards, to look behind me towards the, the back of the house and coming down the hallway were black shadows. <sighs> and, and, that, and that's the, that's the only way to describe them, which is black shadows. They, you could tell. So not were, the same. Sorry. No, so not ahead. the same kind of like um, shadowy figure hooded that you had figure. seen with that. Yeah, the hood, no, no, no. Hood, hood, hooded figure. Okay. No, Ring rates is what they're called, by the way. Yes. I just I <laughs> couldn't. couldn't uh, yeah. Uh, um, no, there were there were actually. I mean, you could tell that that they were human shaped. But I say shadows because you couldn't see details. You, you right, could tell okay. it was an actual person walking, but it was just blacked mm-hmm. out. <clears throat> and uh, they were walking around, and, and it was funny because I watched them, and, and at that time, like when I saw them, I wasn't scared of them because I noticed that they noticed me looking at them, mm-hmm. and they they would kind of like turn their head and look at me, like who's that? And they were like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't care, I'm too busy. Like, and, and it was weird because that's the sense I got. Like they were too busy, like they were doing something, they were working on something. Or they had an objective to go finish, and and they didn't have time to go mess with me or go find out who I was or whatever. And like I said, there were, there was a few of them. There was at least ten of them walking back and forth, and just you you could tell like you could like I said you couldn't see their their face expressions, but you could tell like they stopped and like made a face like hey who's this? Mm-hmm. And uh, but they're like ah whatever I don't care. And so I was like I kind I thought it was kind of funny, so I was like oh okay, cool. I don't have to freak out. But then I heard more voices. And I was like, well, what the hell's that? So I, when my head had flopped over, I was actually able to see into the living room. 
into the hall or the that's where I was saying that it's a shotgun house to where you could see to the back. And that in that point, I was able to see the living room and down down that part of the of the house to where I can't see into the kitchen, but I could see the wall that leads into the kitchen. If, you, if mm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so on the couch, on the sofas, I can see uh, people sitting there. And it, it it's like the black shadows, but these were white. And they were all white. They were, you could tell it was a person, but they were all whited out. And for a minute, I just I sat there and I was watching them and they were all talking, laughing, joking around, having a good old time. And I was like, what's going on? And uh, all of a sudden, like you could tell like one turned its head and like just looked straight at me. And it goes, who's that? And and the rest of them go like, what are you talking about? Over there, who's that? And then off the corner of, the, of the, the wall where the kitchen's at, you see like a couple heads pop out of the corner, like around the corner and look, and they're looking <sighs> at me too. And I'm like, oh crap. Like, what did I just like witness or what did yeah. I like come upon? And, and you could see the ones that were on the couch, they, they all stood up and they start walking around the couch and like they all start walking to me. And I'm like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. Like what's going on? What's going on? Like, why are these, why are these coming like towards me? And so, and the whole time I'm there, like I'm able to see the dog out of the corner of my eye and, and the dog's looking in that direction too. Like the dog perked up and like had its ears and like focusing on that direction. So I was like, okay, so I'm not going crazy. Like I'm not the only one seeing this The dog seeing this too. And, but the dog's not moving. The dog doesn't bark, doesn't whimper, doesn't do anything. And as this is happening, they're coming closer. And so I was like, okay, okay, stop freaking out, stop freaking out. Uh, and I started focusing on my finger. And so I got my finger going and they're like, hey, what is he doing? And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, he's moving. He's like, what, what is he, what, what's he doing? And so as soon as they noticed my finger was moving, they started walking faster. And I was like, oh, crap. So I started getting all my fingers and he's like, hey, hurry up. He's moving more. And I was able to get my hand going. And literally by the time they reached the end of the couch that was adjacent to me, uh, mm-hmm. my arm finally flung up and I was able to move and get up. And that's when everything else disappeared. And but they were two steps away from me. If I wouldn't have done it any quicker, been able to get out of that, they would have reached me and no telling what would have happened. Well, uh, I want to know yeah. what would have happened. You shouldn't have moved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if you would have died? Uh, what if they were aliens. Okay. Aliens. What if they would have abducted, abducted him. Okay, I have theories. I have theories. Do you want to hear my theories? <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. Well, Go that's ahead. why I said aliens because okay, that's yes. kind of when he was talking about the particles coming in, that's I mean, that's the kind of vibe that I got. So I was thinking Michelle's probably gonna say aliens at some point, so I might as well throw it out there first. Well, I mean, I was thinking aliens with like that first guy just because like what Craig said is like you wake up in like weird positions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like to have your feet hanging over the bed, it's kind of a weird position. But anyway, um no. So like I'm I'm wondering if like Because you even described it like almost like a trans state, like you're like just, yeah, meditative state, I guess, too. Like, I'm almost wondering if it's very easy for you to get to, like, do you meditate at all? Like, have you ever tried to just? Okay, so I'm wondering if like it would come very easy to you considering like some of these experiences. But like, yeah, like maybe um, you are in this trans state or you are in that in between that I always talk about of like being asleep and awake and maybe... You're, I was going to originally say like you're witnessing like 
spirits or other entities that are like in the house or around, you know, the land, maybe or whatever. And so you're able to see them. But it, I guess it's weird to me that some of them are, are like black shadows and, and those were white. And originally I was going to say, oh, like maybe those are your like ancestors, your spirit guides, like the higher vibrational like beings, I guess, because because they're white or whatever. Um, but then like the fact that they're like, wait, who's this guy? Now I'm like, oh, my God were they ghosts and then they thought that he was a ghost because he's on some different like astral plane and they're like oh my like this isn't supposed to be here and you're like you're not supposed to be here and it's just like this <laughs> inner mixing of uh what am i trying to say dimensions or mm-hmm. yeah different yeah. realities and kinda, stuff like that kind of like that movie that i mentioned one time the others where the ghosts thought that they were the people but the people were like no you know what i mean yeah 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 uh, or um, yeah, like Rue's story I, where she goes into another time dimension type thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Time slip. Yeah, when you mentioned that movie, I wanted to go check it out because you had said that. And I was like, huh, that does kind of sound like it. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's weird because I, I know when it's going to happen or the majority of the time I do know when it's going to happen um, because it, it feels different around me. And it's not like yeah. the atmosphere. It's like me. Um. I, I don't know if y'all, like it, and the, the closest way I can describe it is, I don't know if y'all, go ahead. No, I was going to say what she's saying is you're, cha- you're changing your, your vibrations or your frequent, like you're changing yeah. your frequency to go into like another like dimension because that dimension's in on, on another frequency. So you're changing your vibrational energy to be able to transition into that dimension. You it, know what it, I mean? Yeah. And see that, that kind of makes sense. Um, because that's that's where I was kind of going into is like I don't know if y'all have ever had a uh, laughing gas. Mm-mm. No, no. Unfortunately, I've never had the pleasure <laughs> of doing <laughs> that. Because <laughs> um, I had laughing gas once when I was getting my couple teeth pulled, and um, that's the way I can describe it. Is like when you're on the laughing gas and you can start feeling it working, you feel like your body gets all like bubbly, like you feel like mm-hmm. you're a soda, mm-hmm. and you just yeah. get off like fizzy bubbles all over the place and uh that's kind of like like a tingling sensation through your body mm-hmm. and that and that's kind of what i feel like right when i'm about to like get into that stage or transition into whatever it is and, and that's kind of what i've always felt like like it's a different like i'm stuck in between the dimensions or i'm seeing something that i'm not supposed to be supposed to be in yeah and and it, it it's it's interesting. Like I said, I've I've seen some weird stuff in there, and I, I try not to be in there as long, that long. I try yeah. to if I do happen to be in there, I try to get out as quick as I can because it just it doesn't always feel right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it it's it's I've I've talked to different people, and people say yeah, astral projecting, but it's it's not like astral projecting because I've had dreams of astral projection and stuff like that and it, it's not the same because you're uh, stuck you're not actually able to move correct yeah hmm. maybe well, it's also if... like a thing where <laughs> go ahead go ahead oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> you go you go you go um i was gonna say oh well like how you're able to okay so this is what like I, i've been told as far as like uh like lucid dreaming or um, or even sleep paralysis, like sometimes it's like you just have to take it a step further into it. Um, but like with lucid dreaming, like when you are like, oh, okay, I'm dreaming right now. If you get too excited, then you like pop out of that lucid dream or and you just wake up. 
So you have to stay in this like, okay, I'm aware, but I'm not going to get like, holy shit, now I can do whatever I want because then you wake up. So I wonder if like how you're trying to like move your hand, like move your finger and like to get your body moving again. I wonder if instead of like, okay, I have to get up, you do it more slowly and more of a like, okay, I got my finger. Okay, now let me try and get my other hand or let me try and, and, and get up and then maybe it'll be more of an outer body experience and you're able to like get out of your body and move around and see what this astral plane is all about. I did try it twice and it scared the crap out of me. Um, (laughs) And I, 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 it it only scared me because I didn't know what was going to be around the corner or if I was going to be able to get back. I did try it twice. Um, And and it, and it was like you said, it kind of was like an astral projection type thing because I never, not that I recall when I did it. I don't remember like getting up and like being able to turn around and see my body at for that time. Uh, but I did get up and I, w- I started to walk through the house. But again, like I said, I, I, I only went so far before I was like, nah, not for yeah. me right now. And, <laughs> and, and I, I went back. <clears throat> but I, I did try it. I, I want to say I did try it twice. But mm-hmm. like I said, I just, I've never felt super comfortable to be in there and like, all right, let me go explore. Nah, screw yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get stuck there forever. Yeah. And, and, and not that, find my way back to my body. <laughs> and that's the way I've always thought about it. I've always thought of it like, uh, oh, my God, what's that movie? Um, I feel like I know which one you're talking about, but I can't remember either. <laughs> it, it's where the little kid gets taken from the people and the dad has to go save him. And he's seen, he's trapped with a whole bunch of ghosts. Oh, my God. I don't know. Insidious. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've always, like, pictured it's going to happen. Like, I'm going to walk out the front door and I'm going to forget where I was and never be able to get back type thing. Yeah. And that's that's why I've never, like, continuously gone on with it. Um, But I have had Mm. I've had lucid dreams and I've had, uh, like, outer body experiences and stuff like that, too. So I, I know, well, I'm not an expert on it, of course, but like I, I've, I've, there's Felt differences between the like. two. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, all I was going to say was like, maybe, uh, but I mean, if you've already done it, I was going to say maybe because you're like on a different frequency, like vibrationally, like your body's not used to it. So that's why it doesn't function, you know, the mm-hmm. way it's supposed to, because it's just not, you know, used to it. Yeah. yeah it's not used to it so it's like i don't know how to work like this but i mean if you've gotten up before then that's not really a thing <laughs> yeah it, it, and like i said it's weird it's it, it's almost it was almost like an actual projection because it was me laying down and then all of a sudden i popped up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was just the motion of walking through everything it wasn't actually like not necessarily like thinking like, oh, you have to take a step, move one leg, move the other leg. It was more like you just like, floated. I don't want to say floated. Yeah, but it's almost like floated I'll say through. it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was almost like you were just like on a conveyor belt just walking through everything. Like, Well, there's no physical actually... body like holding you down. and Correct. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that, that, that was, I think that's kind of what freaked me out too. And then being able to hear like different things going on. I said, nah, let me just go back. I'd rather yeah. be on the safe side. I'm jealous. I'd go exploring. 
<laughs> God forbid I never come back to my body. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, Risk taker. <laughs> well, you won't let me play with a Ouija board. Next best <laughs> yeah, thing. So let me. Oh, I won't we can ask that question. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say I won't let you play with a Ouija board, but yeah, let me go into another dimension and see if I get lost forever. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fun. any better. Okay, play with a Ouija okay. board and like bring in a a demon, demon or go get lost <laughs> in another dimension. I don't know. You you choose. I don't know. We'll do we'll do an Instagram post and see what what people think. <laughs> um, I actually so speaking of Ouija boards, so we did say that. Um, after this last episode that we did, because we have this ongoing argument, I want to play with the Ouija board because I've never done it, just to kind of see what happens. Eric says, don't be an idiot, don't do it. Uh, he's never played with one either. But so now we're going to be... Not like really, really played with one. Well, not really, really played with it. But so now we're going to be asking our guests, uh, are are you team Ouija board or team like anti-Ouija board? So yes Hell or no. no? God damn it. Hell Thank, no. you. All right. Thank you. We're one to one. We're one to one right now. We, technically we're more than one to one technically but we're like sure, one we're to like one five to one. but we're one to one I, I, I already have enough interesting things in my life I don't need to welcome in anything else exactly. so it's safe See? to say you yeah. haven't played with the Ouija board I have not no okay all right all right well I still kind of want to try and see what happens I've heard a lot it has to do with your intent but I, yes. I still I'd rather be safe than sorry <laughs> yeah all right. Well, then let's keep going with this because I want to hear. I want to hear more. Okay. Nothing happened for a good while. Um, I'd probably say seven, eight years or so. Um, and then me and my actually—that's when I met my wife and I started dating my wife and and I moved in over there with her for a little while and and around Corpus area and I came back to San Antonio and didn't have anything happen. We actually we got married. Um, and actually, it was a few months after we got married is when I experienced something again. Um, and, 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 of course, like I said, during this whole time, I, I would go into that state. I just never saw anything. Um, so, but that's, that's like I said, after we got married a couple months later, that's when I had that a new experience to where I saw something. And it was, uh, we had just moved into the, our first, house that we we own together or not own but we were renting together and uh, right away when when i got into that i knew it was different because i the only way i can describe it is like i felt his presence there and i knew he wasn't for or i like again like i said i call it a he but that's the only way to instead of saying it um but i i felt it like he was in the hallway getting ready to come in or he was around somehow I was able to feel his, his presence. And, um, it was weird. Um, I, 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 not necessarily, I started freaking out about it, but I knew I was like, okay, well, let me, let me snap out of it. But at that time, as I was about to start, it walked in and I don't know if it's just because it had been so long that I'd seen it or what it was, but it was different somehow. He wasn't this big old tall seven foot thing anymore. He was shorter. He was about maybe four or five foot tall and he was still looking the same, still cloaked, still same features and everything, but it was just shorter. And um, same thing. Um, 
he he stopped at the foot of the bed and he kind of looked at us and he he i guess that's when it noticed like my wife was next to me and he kind of looked at my wife and he looked back to me and i was like okay well what's gonna happen and uh at this time he kind of he didn't grab my feet this time he actually like kind of started crawling on the bed nope <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah. and so like he oh, kind of, oh dude no 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 so he, <laughs> he visualized he, it didn't you <laughs> yes yeah I mean, I, it was it wasn't just like a, oh get on the bed it was like a slow, a slow yeah. like, like i can feel it this, too like oh no. dude like i literally have chills from my head all the way down to my like legs uh, this is why you needed to tell the story and not us <laughs> And, uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, go, man. Continue. <laughs> I can't stop shaking now. Go. Yeah. So it, it, it it did that and it kind of like like slow smeagol crawled up the bed. Yep, that's and, exactly yeah. what I pictured. And uh <laughs> it was all it was on my feet. And so when that happened, I was like, nah, screw this, and I got out of it. And I I, I did it fairly quickly. And so I looked around made sure like, Hey, I was able to move. Let me look around, make sure this thing still isn't in here or whatever. And I guess me frantically moving around, looking for stuff. I woke up my wife. She was going, so what's going on? And I told her, oh, nothing. And I was like, just go back to bed. I had a bad dream. And at that time, I don't, I hadn't told my wife what was going on. And so we went back to bed the next morning. I had told her, I, I said, ask ah, her it. Let me tell you. So I told her the whole thing was happening. And uh, my wife's the type of person that, she not that she doesn't believe it's that she doesn't want to believe because she doesn't want anything to happen right so she was like oh, okay she's and she said okay well it happened it happened there's nothing you could do but i was like yeah i know you're telling me <laughs> um so that happened and then a couple months went by nothing happened nothing happened and uh same thing though um i think about maybe Maybe a year later, same thing. I, I went into that stage. I felt him there. Uh, he'd walk in, and I wouldn't give him the chance to get close, so I would come out of it right away. And then uh, I actually started with a new job. And we are probably in about, about a year into our marriage. And uh, I was doing security cameras and data, low-voltage data stuff. And I was going out of town a lot, so... I was going out of town for the whole week, Monday through Friday, and coming back Saturday, Sunday. And I noticed that when I started doing that, it started happening more frequently, that I would start getting stuck in those stages again, and I would see glimpses of them here and there. And uh, I was I was fed up one day, and uh, it happened. And uh, he came in, and I said, you know what, screw it. I was like, what happened, whatever happens, happens. And so he comes in, he looks at my wife, he looks back at me, and he kind of, instead of crawling, like, on my side, he kind of, like, started crawling between us. Mm -mm. And I waited for him. And and that was the weird thing, is, like, this is, like, the one time, like, I knew I could move right away. But he it, it didn't know. So mm -hmm. I waited for him, and I stayed still, and it's climbing up my feet. Or not up my feet, but up by my feet. And I waited for him to get to my waist. And as soon as he got to my waist, I leapt forward and I grabbed it. And I grabbed it to where 
essentially like I was choking it and I had it pinned down on the bed and I was bearing down on him. And I guess I was yelling and making a lot of noise. And I know I was, I, I had it and I was shaking him and uh, my wife woke up and my wife was like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Like she freaked out because she saw me that I was pissed off and I had, I was pinning something. She's like, Hey, what's going on? And I turned around and I looked at her and when I turned back, it was gone. And mm. so I told her, I was like, hey, this would happen, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, well, nothing's here. Let's just go back to bed. Okay. Went to back to bed and shoot for probably a year and a half. Easy. I, I didn't go back into that state. Nothing happened. Didn't feel anything weird. But I wonder if this thing's like a <clears throat> manifestation of like some sort of like fear or anxiety and then like as you got older how it started shrinking too and then finally you're just like fuck you and like choked <laughs> it out and then it just kind of stayed away and never I don't know but but they get freaked just, out because like holy shit he actually can yeah. grab me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and, that, and that's what I kind of thought too that it freaked out like oh shit he grabbed me this time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, payback yeah I think what, what freaked me out the most, too, is like, you know how you said the first time, like, he, he had, like, a smile on his face and stuff like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like, what I was picturing when he, like, uh, was crawling on your bed is, like, him crawling on your bed and then just, like, laying down next to you, looking at you, and then smiling. That's what freaked Stop. me out. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like it. No, uh. luckily, luckily, that never happened. <laughs> I, oh, I feel like you always do that, Eric. Someone would tell us a story, and you're like, but imagine if this happened, and you just like have some sort of like crazy, ex- <laughs> crazy Eric like experience. That, but that's, that's, that's how my brain works, dude. Like, yeah. it just goes to the worst possible scenario ever. As if that wasn't like the worst possible <laughs> scenario. Well, I mean, it was bad. To get but worse. I just told you my scenario, and you <laughs> thought it was worse, didn't you? <laughs> okay, fine. So, oh my goodness. Like I've only heard maybe two or three people that have had something similar to what I've had, but it's never been the same. Course, yeah, it's never been the same. And even to any of the experiences, I've heard people like to where they go into that state, but they don't see anything or they don't do anything or nothing happens to them. But and then you hear people like the whole sleep paralysis thing where they sleep or they see the um, the hat man or the old the, hag yeah, or the whole hag. Yeah. I've never I've never had that, and I've yeah. never. Mm-hmm. Like, that's never even like come across my mind like oh shit i'm gonna see her like no like it's the other things that i see in there that freak me out more than that (laughs) so i mean maybe the hat man was a zoot suit guy maybe (laughs) um again i appreciate you man for for you know taking the time to you know give us a a shot and listening to us despite the fact that we're you know fairly new podcast still trying to figure it out Yeah, it, yeah. It, not a problem. I just thank y'all too. They hey, give me a chance to actually get this out there and see if anybody else has experienced it or know what the hell this thing is. And, yeah. and that's that's one thing I've always tried to do is like figure out, hey, what the hell this thing actually is, or I'm just going crazy mm-hmm. or what. But <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. If any of if any of our listeners, anyone listening, has had a similar experience, or maybe <sighs> you have an idea of what could be going on definitely reach out to us and we can like pass that along to to victor as well so that yeah we can get him some answers too is there anything that uh you want to say or promote or whatever before we wrap this up uh not much right now i'm too too busy with my regular job to actually promote the little business i, I was starting but uh-huh. um if, if y'all do want to check something out i do have a, a page on facebook for uh orion's craftsman 
I was doing okay. little artsy fartsy stuff on there, but that's cool. it. Cool. No, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely put that on there for you, man. No problem. I support all artists being a starving artist myself. So <laughs> yeah. Appreciate <Do> that. <laughs> All right. Um, so again, Victor, thank you so much for, for being on and we appreciated your stories. Thank you. All All right. That was our interview with Victor. I am so, 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 so glad that we had him on to tell this story instead of us trying to retell it because it would not have done it justice at all whatsoever. Yeah, no, it was better, definitely better that way. Also um, to be able to experience it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like I said, we read it and I think we, pretty much got through everything but it didn't hit the same like no. hearing him tell it like i actually got chills like i read when we read it i was like oh, okay yeah that's that's freaky yeah and then he told it himself and i was like oh like i literally got chills when he was talking about the thing crawling on his bed like yeah. i still this the, no i mean that. the whole time i was yeah. just like Ugh, like shaking off like whatever I just didn't like the way it made me feel the way he described his yeah. experiences. If you had questions that um, maybe we didn't ask, because I know I mean, we asked some, but we didn't ask a whole lot. Um, but if you have questions that you were like, oh, why didn't you guys ask this or that? You know, definitely leave it in the comments, um, either on Facebook or Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube or whatever. Uh, comment down there and let us know what you want to ask him and that way we can ask him later because we're definitely going to have him on so he can talk about that ufo story that michelle wants he's got other ghost stories too but yeah um but yeah so uh you can do that by getting a hold of us at on instagram it's at we believe do you podcast on twitter it's wbdy podcast on facebook it's we believe do you with a question mark uh, our email address is we believe to you at gmail.com and our website Woo! uh brand new website is uh we believe to you.com so if you want to get a hold of us through the website you can there's a section where you can contact us send us in your stories uh remember you can do them in spanish as well um you can find all our links to like apple podcast spotify uh anywhere you want to listen to us you can find them on there we have merch um, now so if you haven't checked it out you can uh oh yeah. look at that and buy it um i've been wearing all our merch for like the last week the hat is great <laughs> fyi yeah but i was gonna say uh don't forget to to five star us on on apple podcast and leave a review obviously the few that we do have did help do help because that's how he was able to find us and again that still makes me super happy and excited and like makes me feel mind blown like that we're going that happened yeah <laughs> and we're going in the right direction so uh keep that up guys um follow us on everything if uh follow us on everything that you can or that you want to support us as much as you can we would really appreciate it um yeah guys uh thank you for everything that you've done for us so far uh-huh. I will say uh, Spotify is now kind of changing the way that they do things and um, following on Spotify helps us also move up higher and with all those analytics and whatnot. So it's not just like it, it's a little bit more similar to Apple Podcasts. So if you can um, go and hit follow on Spotify, it'll kind of just give you guys a, a notification of like every time that we release a new episode. So. Yeah, go out and do that, guys. We, again, would appreciate that very, very much. So send in your stories. We want to hear them because we believe. Do you 